Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, the man himself, Devin. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the later, latest, <laughs> the later thriller, the latest thriller, Candyman. I guess you could call it more of a slasher as well. But before we begin today's uh, show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener of the show, we'd love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. Again, that is Optics with an X. Man, oh man. Devin, Devin, Devin. I... Well, we'll get into it for sure. But how how are you today? How are you this fine evening? I'm doing good. It's a Thursday. We haven't done a a Thursday recording in a while. I know it's been crazy. Right, right. Fresh off the presses. <laughs> Seriously, fresh. I think the last time we did a Thursday recording was uh, Black Widow. Maybe I think, but you know, life gets in the way, and it's just kind of. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, like we we have other prior obligations, and we would love to give everything out. You know, Thursday and drop it the next day. But uh, hey, you know, this is definitely going to be out on uh, this following Monday, just to give people out there a little bit of time to uh, you know watch the movie and uh, you know give them our thoughts and uh, mingle with the uh, the rest of the critics. I guess you could say. <laughs> But yeah, I'm really, really glad it's Thursday. It doesn't feel like a Thursday. This week's been going by a little fast. Too, too. It's like too fast. But I'm not complaining. Tomorrow's Friday, and yeah. that's all that matters. Honestly, I'm very, very excited. So, get a nice little hooray in there for everyone. But as I mentioned before, we are going to be discussing the latest thriller. Candyman. I'm going to pass it off to Devin so we can tell you a little bit more about the film, uh, the director, writer, and etc. So Devin, take it away. So apparently this film is being called a spiritual sequel to the original Candyman from 1992. I, I think it's definitely more related to the original one than I thought it was going to be, but we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, it returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Directed by Nia DaCosta. Written by Nia DaCosta, Jordan Peele, and Wynn Rosenfeld. Starring Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, Tiana Paris, and Nathan Stewart Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Also, also uh, our, our Euphoria guy, Coleman Domingo. Yes. That's Coleman. such a cool name. Yes. And he has uh, such a cool voice. He he really does. I, honestly, you can cast him in anything, and, and I'll watch it. I mean, he was... Fantastic in my rainy's black bottom. If you haven't seen uh, Euphoria, HBO's Euphoria, he is just very, very. Did you watch the two specials yet of Euphoria? Yeah, you did. Very, okay, very big episodes with him in it. Yeah, so I watched the first. I still haven't watched the second one, and I need to. And I kept planning on doing it. I'm all over the place. I still need to watch the new episode of iCarly. I still need to watch uh, last week's episode of Ted Lasso. I got some things to catch up on, Devin. So it's it's. But I think it's gonna be well worth it. Got some some nice little uh, um, family room or living room upgrades coming my way. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. Definitely. Definitely. I'm trying to like hold out until everything gets here. So I can be like, well, 
you know, I don't want to, I want to experience it all together kind of thing. So, but yeah, so let's get into our initial thoughts. And then of course we will dive into spoilers for those who have seen the movie, but we got to cater to those who haven't seen the movie yet, who are a little bit curious about this new slasher Candyman, the 2021, AKA the spiritual successor. Um, I guess I'm just going to go on first. Um, this, this movie runs about around, what an hour and 30 minutes. So it's not a short one. Very, very short. Um, there were parts that I liked, but overall I wasn't like super crazy about it. Like, I mean, I, I love the performances. I thought they did a really, really good job, but I did feel like the, uh, the script was a little wonky and the pacing seemed to be all over the place. Cause it was really hard to tell like how they're going to wrap everything up, but it does have a very, ambiguous ending but i've never seen the first candy man so maybe there's something there that i'm missing but have you seen the first one Devin? i have you have okay the first one but not the other two there's others oh yeah there's there's an original trilogy but oh this one, this one takes place directly after the first one so they kind of just retconned the other two okay so it's yeah like the same thing halloween did Mm, okay 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 i see what you mean so yeah yeah yeah. so definitely um another slasher in the books for this year it's a pretty big year for horror films altogether we have fear street oh yeah night house halloween kills last night in soho's coming out uh we have that malignant movie that's coming as well uh the antlers film i think that's coming out no i think that's 2022 yeah but and yeah and candy man so it's um it's a pretty interesting year for horror films more so slasher than anything else. And this was definitely more of a give me more gave us more of a slasher vibe. Um I thought that like the CGI was pretty cool, you know, and like you know the storytelling of everything was pretty interesting, but I I kind of got lost in the story a little bit. Like I understood like the whole like gentrification thing and whatnot, but it was still like I there were things that I kind of guessed like a mile away. And like, even from the trailer itself, you can kind of put the pieces together a little bit, not all the way, but it's, I mean, like, I, I thought it was fine. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, like I said, it's, I just have a little, little bit more of a mixed bag on my air on my side. Um, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, Tiana Paris, you know, her being uh, the new uh, Captain Marvel, or uh, I think they're going to be going with a different name for, different name from her people may recognize her from wandavision she did a- if, if i didn't have a crush on her already from that i definitely do now yeah absolutely and yaya abdul like you know he he always brings it 100 percent. and you know like the 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 human story part like some of them were kind of like little loose threads here and there and but i i i thought it was okay i didn't i didn't think it was the best i actually i think like I preferred the night house over that. Cause that like scared the crap out of me. Like this one, you know, like it wasn't predictable, but like some things were, but more of the killings and stuff like that. You didn't really see too, too much. Like you did, but you didn't, it, it was, it was, it was so, so well, what, what about you? Let, let's pass the torch over to Devin. Yeah. I think, uh, I think for me it was good. Not great. Like you said, I think the third act, it definitely struggled a little bit getting to the finish line. Just a lot of stuff going on yeah, and some interesting decisions made. Um, and then also I agree about 
the off-screen killings not being ideal. Like there were quite a few killings that you just didn't really see anything of, specifically the bathroom scene. Yeah, like, yeah. You saw a lot of blood, but really nothing else, mm-hmm. which is kind of disappointing. But overall, um, I did enjoy it. It was it had a nice creepy vibe. I do like how they kind of tied the story to the original one, which I actually didn't see coming because it didn't recognize the actress that was actually in the original one too. The only reason why I recognized him is because I was looking up like a picture for the thumbnail <laughs> for the episode. And, and I've seen like people rewatching the 1992 version. So I was like, Oh, okay. So I knew this is, somewhat of a sequel, but I still haven't seen it. Maybe it'll make I, I wasn't sense. talking about him. I, there's the, um, there's an actress that's from the original one too. Oh really? Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Was, we'll get into that once we get into spoilers. Cause I'm, I'm pretty interested to hear that, but yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah. Um, it wasn't necessarily scary. Like mm-hmm. there weren't any, any big scares or anything. It, it did have a good, nice scary vibe. Like it was more creepy. So than scary. And it, it was pretty gory. There's yeah. some uh, pretty nasty parts. <laughs> that is very, very true. But even with, you know, with, with everything that was going on, like I said, um, some of the characters were interesting. Like the lives that they led were like, you know, it seemed to be this big, like art world type deal. And I was like, okay, that, that, that kind of makes sense. And there were also um, quite a, there was a few pretty good jokes in there too. Oh yeah. The, um, oh yeah. The brother. The jo- yeah, yeah, yeah. The brother, he was. Uh, I mean, besides Yaya Abdul and Tiana Paris, I, I mean, I really didn't enjoy his his little, um, I guess, um, performances that he threw out there. But all in all, he was kind of more just sort of a side character, more of just like a support character for his sister, uh, played by Tiana Paris, and then um, of course his boyfriend, who was definitely just kind of just there, like he kind of just went along with everything and whatnot. I was like, okay, it, it was all right. But yeah, um, it just it just seems very muddled uh, for this movie, and you know, I mean, coming out the the directorial, like I've seen, like you know, obviously, like Jordan Peele's name is attached to this as a producer and as a writer. But this is Nia DaCosta's directorial, you know, her her work as well. So I just I see a lot of like pieces where they're like, oh, Jordan Peele's Candyman. I'm like, well, yes and no. Like he didn't directed and usually when they reference someone in that way they're usually referencing the director even though he's not the director but like i i kind of like the story um you know here bits and pieces with the whole gentrification thing it's like i'm not sure if that was like i guess the theme of the of the 1992 one what was it or was it something different um i mean justification wasn't really a known thing back then i don't think yeah or is was not as aware to yeah the general public but yeah yeah like i i i liked it like i thought it was okay but i definitely preferred night house over and of course my, my fear street trilogy 100 percent gotta represent uh <laughs> but yeah i definitely definitely liked night house way more over candy man um but it, it was it was fine and i i feel like i'd sound like a broken record when it comes to that so was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we get into spoilers so i don't ramble on here forever <laughs> Well, we are both looking into a mirror technically. That's okay. <laughs> we, we'll I do love like, how I just love how every character was just like, nope. Yeah. 
I, I, I did like a few bits and pieces. What, of course, we'll get into it once we get to spoilers. But it, it was very um, minority centric when it came to like the scary bits, if you know what I mean. Like especially the bathroom yeah. scene and uh, one of Tiana Paris's scenes. But uh, yeah, let let's let's get in to uh, spoilers here. Um, <laughs> Man, oh man, I actually forgot <laughs> to add the segue in, but you know what? That's okay. It's late at night, and I don't feel like adding it in at all. So we're just gonna keep this rolling. So that is your first spoiler warning of the evening. Again, that is your second spoiler warning for Candyman. So if you haven't seen it, turn off this podcast and turn back around go to the theater um unfortunately it is only in theaters exclusively which can be viewed as a good or bad thing but it it, it was nice to see it on the big screen uh, my audience was pretty pretty um with was heavily invested i think they enjoyed it a lot more than i did but yeah let's just dive straight into spoilers um so it it seems that so the, the scene that i was talking about really quick before we kind of dive a little bit more in when you know there's like the five girls in the bathroom and then like the asian girl she says that after like the first is the second one she was like nope and she just dips out of there i thought that was funny and then tiana paris like when she was looking for her boyfriend in the laundromat and she looks down that stairs she was said nope and just closed that door yeah i really like that part and that Probably got the biggest laugh in the theater. Yeah. And, uh, and a little bit then, of a, a foreshadow report for Jordan Peele's next project. Well, she just yeah. said nope. So, <laughs> but, but then it kind of like goes back on itself like five minutes later. Yeah. She makes, a, she makes a dumb decision. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, you didn't want to go down, down the stairs in that basement. But you go in the creepy house. Yeah. I was like, mm, that's I don't even weird. know what she was trying to like hit him with the floorboard or something. I like, guess it was too it heavy. Yeah. And then just use the pen. I don't know. I'm, I'm not entirely sure whatsoever, but yeah, it was, it was very strange. Like the whole, like I, I knew that Yaya Abdul was going to become Candyman. like, from the trailer, just watching it, I'm like, I mean, yeah, oh. they they pretty much sit it in the trailer, yeah, and like, I I guess that's not much of a shock, but it's like why, not much of the like who, but it is more of the why, and I'm I'm still a little confused as to why he becomes Candyman. So that's where the first movie comes into play because the actress that played his mom was in the original one. And um, the story that they told was actually the first from the first movie. Like the story they were telling throughout with the, with the puppets and everything. Where okay. The baby, got, the baby got taken. Okay. That baby was him. Oh, uh, okay. So, okay. So Yaya's mother in this film was also in the first one or yeah, in, and, in the 1992. The, the baby she had was him as a baby. Right. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So that, that did play out in the first one. And the baby was like kidnapped for like a ritual sacrifice, but then he got away. Okay. So yeah, it's, I guess, you, yeah, this is more of a, a spiritual successor. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it was, 
Yeah, man. I wish I had a little bit more, more to say about this, but um, I'll, I'll toss it over to Del- Devin and see if he has any interesting points. <laughs> um, I do have some interesting trivia. Ooh, lay it on me. In the in the original, the original Candyman. I don't know if you've ever seen. There's there's a few scenes where the bees are actually in his mouth. I did not like realize insane, that, and they're like real bees. Ooh. Apparently he got paid like a thousand dollars extra per bee that they put in his mouth. W- would that be enough for you to get get some live bees in your mouth? Thousand mm, no. dollars per bee? No, no, no. It's got to be like five thousand dollars per bee. He said he got stung twenty six times. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about um, the original candy. Oh, the original candy. Really? My gosh, was it worth the, it? All the bees in this one were CGI. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, but. Nope, I can't, I can't do that. 26 times in the mouth? Like, I'm yeah, surprised I mean, he's I'm not. I'm guessing in the mouth and yeah, elsewhere. In other places. I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I'd be surprised if, he, if he's not allergic by now. Apparently, they were specifically bred bees to where they were like 12 days old. So they're old enough to look like adult bees, but they didn't have fully formed stingers yet. Oh, okay. That's not terrible. But they still can sting. Yeah, but you're still, it's yeah. not as bad yeah just not as bad so you, you don't get the full effect but i mean that's interesting that's did not know that whatsoever but uh yeah so what what did you think of i guess just like the side characters especially i guess the, the first victims that were that were taken because i thought i thought the art gallery scene was really good mm. i think it was really funny um and i like how i just like how they just got destroyed and i like how he like cuts through the the um the projection screen and then just like slices his Achilles. Yeah, yeah, that, that was pretty was cool. Gnarly. Yeah, yeah, I, I really wish that we got to see more like gory like killings on screen because it it did seem like way more cutaway scenes, especially with the critic, um, in a way because obviously like you know he eat uh, Yaya's character, you know he said he feels connected to the story and whatnot, and now we know why. And it was it was just very interesting. So so for the sacrifice, was it just Candyman wanted to make the sacrifice for what? I don't remember the first one that okay in that much detail, but he wanted to make a sacrifice just for some for some reason. evil reason for some yeah yeah because I saw a lot of people rewatching uh, the 1992 and I was like oh like I knew there was a 1992 but I didn't know there was others prior. But uh, yeah, the CGI looked pretty cool. Um, I really like how they kind of started off the story and, you know, with the little boy at first, I thought that was Yaya. And then it's like, nope, that was Colin Domingo's character. And I mean, that, that I really was really liked as, as a character. I really liked Tiana Parrish's character. Yeah, like, I think she was. There's the a lot of interesting stuff going on there. Just the, <laughs> the idea of her, like her dad was a, a tortured artist who killed himself. Like while she was in the room, she that was so creepy. And he said, "I bet you didn't know I could fly." Yeah, like, that's just creepy. But then <laughs> for that to happen to her, and then like, twenty years later, she starts dating like An the same type of artist that's struggling and a tortured artist, like literally tortured and going crazy. That's an interesting backstory. Yeah, especially after he got stung by the bee. Like I, like at first, I didn't really expect like his beast thing to like go that far. But like every was, time they showed his hand, the crowd was just like, Ooh, God. yeah, it did look really bad. I was like, okay, bro. Like, you know, a beast thing is not supposed to do that to your hand. 
like you might have a swelled hand for a bit, but like it just kept growing and growing and, you know, it kind of looked more of like hive, like towards the end. So it was very, very interesting how they did that. So, but yeah, it was, it was nice. It just seems that with Yaya's character, he kind of just accepted it. But at the same time, it's, you know, once he finds out the truth that like, you know, he was the baby, it all kind of just, I don't it like the third act just happened so fast. And I was like, okay, first, you know, he goes to his mom and then, you know, he kind of just accepts it and just, you know, starts to lose his mind there a little bit. And then I can't even like, Oh yeah. From, from the laundry scene, when Tiana Paris goes to the laundry laundromat, because she remembers him talking about a guy and it's like, I guess he was working for Candyman in a way. Yeah. They never really explained why he was doing this. I guess he felt guilty because when he first met Sherman, uh, one of the candy men or candy man, um, did you think he dropped like that, that uh, candy on purpose towards the beginning? Because it kind of seemed like he did. It wasn't like, I don't a, know. Cause he, you know, like Sherman gives him the candy. He doesn't like kill him. He's just, he's just hiding in the walls. I mean, obviously like he was alive then. And then like, you know, he's going down there uh, to do like his laundry and stuff. And, you know, he kind of gets freaked out. Like we hear the, the scream and then, you know, he, he takes the candy, he walks back up and then he kind of hears him coming down and then he kind of just stops and then he kind of just like casually drops like a piece of candy for them to like, I guess, hear where he's coming from. I don't know how they heard that, but, and then I guess, I mean, cause Sherman shows up at the end, that other flashback in the bathroom with her, with his sister. So I guess they're implying that Sherman like coerced him into doing this 20 years later. Or thirty years later, yeah that that is that is true. Yeah, like the 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 mirror scenes were were well well done. Like any anytime Candyman like that, the of, elevator scene was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> and then at the very end, he's just like sitting there, it's awkward. Like, there's like five teenagers. I, like, I love. Uh, there was a couple scenes where there's just awkward stares. I really like those. Yeah, one yeah. with um Tiana Paris and her brother too, which they're just staring at him. Yeah, it's just like. Well, <laughs> it's very very uh it's very interesting but overall you know i guess out of all the horror movies we have seen this year how, how does it stack up to like everything that you've seen so far throughout the year um i'd say it's pretty even so i mean don't breathe too is at the bottom can we even call that a horror film that was just disappointment <laughs> but yeah that's definitely at the bottom <laughs> Oh man. Um, yeah, for me, I like, I feel like it is definitely more at the middle of the road, um, type deal. It's just, I don't know, man. It like, like I said, like this parts that I like about it, other parts that didn't like, I was like really looking for more sort of the lore and I kind of went into that, but maybe again, like I feel like yeah, people- that's why I mentioned, um, in the beginning, I was kind of surprised at how much they relied on the, the knowledge of the first movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was see, expecting it to be more of a reboot than 
Yeah, I direct direct sequel, which it pretty much is. Yeah, and I, I didn't at first. I didn't know it was a direct sequel until I read the uh, synopsis while making the um the uh, template for today. But I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, man, like now I kind of wish I would have watched the first Candyman or the 1992 Candyman. Even, like, even, I've seen the original one, but I didn't even recognize that that actress was the same one from the original. Mm, yeah, even yeah, from yeah. The tra- like even in the trailers, I just didn't even recognize it. Yeah, I, I didn't recognize it at all either. And then the guy who played Candyman in 1992, the only reason why I recognized him was... Like I said, you know, I, I was just very, uh, <laughs> I was, I was nosy and I was like looking up like pictures for, uh, the thumbnail and I was like, oh yeah, like, okay. Like I remember him and, uh, I think I saw like one small little scene with him he was like, I'm the victim or something like that, or be my victim or something along those lines. But yeah, I, I really wish that, um, it would it would have been more pushed out like just through the studio or just marketing that hey you know like you should definitely go watch the 1992 Candyman because this is a direct sequel I don't, I don't think they did a very good job of marketing that this was a direct sequel to the 1992 version yeah it was surprising yeah very very surprising well man oh man if there's anything else you want to talk about if not we can just kind of get into our uh spoilers there this is more of a have, not of a what's up i was just saying i have one more fun fact of for the original one. Oh, there's, fi- a lot of, there's a lot of trivia for that one i was looking at fire away so apparently the role of Candyman was originally um they're originally considering eddie murphy <laughs> but then that. but then they deemed that he was too short because he's five nine so oh. with Tony Todd, who is six five. Oh man, oh man, that is uh... Eddie Murphy is Candyman. Imagine that. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty cool, but I I, f- <laughs> I feel like I can take him seriously because it's it's just uh, one- it was before. I actually, I don't know when his first debut few movies came out. But mm-hmm. I I thought I you were going to say Will Smith close honestly. to his debut. Okay, I thought you were actually going to say Will Smith. To be honest, <laughs> he's always passing up like the good roles nowadays. <laughs> but back then, it might have been a little bit different. But yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah that would have been like after a lot of. That would have been after coming to America. That would have been a weird, weird uh, choice for Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. I mean, because yeah, like back then, it's like you know, it was like it just seemed that specific actors and actresses only did like specific movies they didn't really have this um i guess like chameleon effect of you know jumping from genre to genre like what the first time i saw florence p was in fighting with my family and then people saw her in like midsummer and then she's also in this like period piece i think from like i think 2016 called like lady Macbeth. and then you know you have people like robert downey jr like kids his last role before he took on Iron Man was Shaggy Dog. And it's like, it's it's just like the craziest thing in the world. With Chris Evans, I can't remember what his last role was prior to Captain America. But, you know, he already played Johnny Storm prior. So it's like, oh, yeah, he, he, he's been marveling it up for a while. But yeah, man, this uh, this movie was very, very uh, interesting. I guess we'll just like head right into scores here, um, you know, kind of round out and get get the heck out of here. More more so of a 
a informal review, um, you know, not as structured as I hope, but you know, we wanted to kind of get this out for the people out there who want to see this movie. Definitely go see it. Cause I think there is a lot of, uh, great scenes, great moments, and just the theater experience. Yeah, yeah, a really, really good theater experience. Um, like we said, more so on, like on the uh, like the skin creepy vibe. Nothing that'll like jump out at you all that much. Yeah, not many jump scares. No, it was it, like it, I guess like when it came to like the whole gentrification thing, I feel like that's where it got like a little muddled, and I was like, okay, so like, what is all this has to do with Candyman and? whatnot and towards the very end you know when tiana i I actually wanted to ask you that before we get out of here what did you think about the the rescuing of tiana paris because that was just very odd to me because i swear she only said it four times and not five and i was like okay i thought it needed to be five times like direct but what did you think of the whole i guess rescue cop fiasco i don't know i thought I mean, it was like, I, I was i just thought it was her only choice really i mean either you throw your boyfriend under the bus or you go to jail so or you i just summon this this demon creature to save you it's like yeah it's, i guess you can kind of call him like a demon creature but it was more so of i don't know like yeah i guess she was given three choices where it's like you know the cop was saying oh you know, your boyfriend just went crazy and, you know, you're fine. But I feel like she would have been like marked for life. <laughs> yeah, she, she, he definitely would have hunted her down if, if he if she uh, pulled that. Yeah. And then the other one was, you know, uh, the other choice that the cop gave her was more so, you know, it being her fault. And she's like, well, I do have a third choice. And then in the trailer, he says, kill everyone. But at the end of this, he says, tell everyone. And it's like, I didn't oh, notice that. I'm, I'm pretty sure he said, tell everyone. And I'm pretty sure in the trailer, he said, kill everyone. And it's like, oh, like I was kind of waiting for that. I was like, oh, I'm like, when's that part coming up? There were parts where I was like, oh, yeah, we saw that in the trailer, saw that in the trailer. Um, but yeah, a very, very short film. Uh, definitely go see it. Um, you know, if, if you're looking for just something to watch this weekend. Um, it's this one's been pushed back for a bit. So, but yeah, let's just get, uh, again, let's get into our scores here. Devin, what would you give candy man? 2021. I'm going to say 73, 73. So, so okay. good. Not great. Right in that range. Okay. I was, I was actually going to go with this, like a solid 70. I think that's more so of like three out of, five stars on letterbox more so in that range uh maybe even like two and a half like like i i thought it was fine but like i didn't hate it it's just i don't know i've i've definitely seen better horror movies this year um that that they have just done a better job like i really wish we would have got more like gory on-screen kills i think that would have saved it for me but yeah I'm, i'm kind of i'm in the same camp as you good not great um but definitely worth a watch at least once because it's not long, literally an hour and 30 minutes. So yeah, yeah, that pretty much concludes our review here of Candyman. Of course, Devin, always thank you for coming on in talking shop again. This is more of an informal one this time around guys. You know, we're, we're, we're out here on a, on a Thursday night. We, we got, uh, we got work tomorrow and, just a smidge tired but uh let's go over what's coming up on the podcast next week 
Um, after this is dropped, we have our Shang-Chi review. And then we have our secret project that we'll probably talk about during the Shang-Chi review. After that, Devin, I don't think there's too much going on in um in the month of September. If if I'm not mistaken, we can always go back and review reminiscence. We have malignant and then nothing the rest of the month. Or we could review Coda. I really want to watch that again. <laughs> I mean, you could. Dev, I, I, I think I would love to know your take on it because I, I truly believe that is one of the best films of the year. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it, it, it has so many, so many layers to it and it gives me an excuse to watch it again. So we should definitely do that unless you want to do malignant. Um, it, it really uh, dear, just, a- dear Evan Hansen's also September. Is it really? Are you serious? The 24th. Oh, Devin. Oh, Devin. We might have to do. I have been waiting for that. That's one of my most anticipated of the year. Because so everyone out there listening. um, So on September, the week of September 5th, uh, a.k.a. Labor Day weekend. So our um, our Shang-Chi review will be releasing on Labor Day. But uh, we won't be releasing our uh, Marvel's What If um, episode. I believe that would be four. No, episode five will, will be on Wednesday the 8th because I will be out of town in Vegas. So we might have to push that back a little bit or kind of just couple that with something else. But we definitely have our Candyman review that is going to be dropping on Monday, August 30th. Um, which you just finished listening here. And then we have our Shang-Chi review, which will be dropping on Labor Day, which is September 6th. And then we'll have our um, our nice little project. We might sprinkle that in there somewhere. So uh, we just got to kind of figure it out. So you said Dear Evan Hansen's the 24th? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So idea... We drop our Coda review on the thirteenth. Like so, like because uh, I do, I do get back on Sunday the twelfth, and I have that Monday off. So if you watch Coda by then, we should review it. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to do Malignant, I'm not. I don't know. About, I'm a little horrid out until Halloween kills. I mean, malignant seems interesting, but I don't know. I I, I think I'm I, I think I'm good on the horror for now, at least. It feels like a lot of these should be coming out in October. I feel like the next one we should definitely get into. Is it is it Halloween Kills or is it Last Night in Soho that drops first? I think it's um, Halloween Kills. I think because that's earlier in October, I believe. Last Night in Soho is October 29th. 29th okay so that's like the weekend after dune comes out and halloween kills is october 15th so it's october 15th before. okay the yeah same weekend as venom currently oh my life well oh for um for halloween oh that's right halloween kills and venom that's right they are coming out the same well ooh, i don't know who's gonna win that weekend to be completely honest i feel like it's gonna be venom but then again like there's a lot of michael myers fans out there like 100 percent 
But yeah, we'll let you guys know. Sorry about that side conversation. We'll definitely let you guys know uh, what's coming up on the channel after um, Monday, the um, on on Monday, Labor Day, uh, September the 6th. Uh, definitely had to figure out a few things, but definitely follow us on Twitter on film up um, at film optics. Again, that is optics with an X. Ooh, Devin just sent me a message. All right. So it is time to wrap up here again. Thank you again, Devin for coming on. I'm rambling on at this point. Thank you everyone out there for listening and we will see you guys later. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian and we'll see you guys next time.